kind of noticed there's a pattern of the same words that every guy says to me. What is oh. it? The ball's in your court. <gasps> oh! Keep it in your freaking court. I don't We're play basketball. We're not playing tennis. I don't even know what I that means. I didn't ask for it. What ball? What ball? <laughs> yeah, how many balls are in this court? How many what the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwax Podcast with your favorite, favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Well, you guys, I've actually had a really great morning. I don't know why. I'm feeling good. By the way, high five to that. Honestly, this last is like, episode, I was like, you know what? We're waking up happier. This yeah, is good. I tried. I tried. But you know what it was? I think coming off of a really fun weekend. Yes makes up for this week. I mean, yes, there is some residue of me feeling like I'm sad it's over, you know, and if you have a really great weekend, it's just kind of like, oh, I want it to happen again. Sunday but. was a brutal, brutal, brutal hangover brutal. for us. Oh my God. And we were the smarties that thought we should go walk to go grab food when it's 110 degrees out in November. We also in kept drinking on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I, me, scene. Me pulling out a white claw at 11 o'clock in the morning. No, no, you pulling out a raspberry white claw like some heathen. The worst what? flavor ever. Sewer water. What is wrong with you? I literally, at first I thought, oh, this is kind of great. And then after a while, I'm like. No, I knew Sophia was drunk on Saturday when she's holding a Corona. <laughs> Does she true. look like someone that would drink beer to you? No. No, you know I've reached a level of intoxication is when I grab a beer willingly. No one told me to it's drink true. it. It's true. Sophia and I, though, we have this thing where we know the night is projected to be successful yeah. when, and this sounds so stupid, but no, maybe people great. out there can relate, when you look at your outfit, the hair, the makeup, and you just snapped. No, th let me explain this. So Sistine and I have rooms right next to each other, right? Yes. And so we take, this sounds like a long time. Two hours to get ready. Two hours. Hair and makeup. But we dance in the we middle. We dance in the middle. You know. I play music in between. So we don't see each other throughout that whole time. And when we come together by the end of the two hours, we look at each other in the mirror and we go, yes. You killed it. We killed it. Wouldn't change a thing. No. Scarlet's FaceTiming me. Your little sister. My, your little sister. Amy. <laughs> We're recording. Get out of here. I got a sandwich. Okay, bye. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Breaking news. Scarlett got a sandwich. Got a sandwich Honestly, in Miami. I just have to make a point about Scarlett when we FaceTime her. We were just talking about this the other day. I was FaceTiming her before getting ready, and Sistine was watching. Scarlett doesn't talk to you when she's FaceTiming you. Do you what she does? She FaceTimes you and has 12 people in the room. She has conversations with other so people. So you, you're literally sitting on the phone saying nothing, trying to ask her questions, but she's talking to other people. So annoying. And anyway, up. back to the night. Sophie and I, we come together, we go, wow, you're looking good, I'm looking good, we're feeling good. And we're like, we're going to have a night. Yes. It's going to be fun. But you know what it was? Was There has to be a combination of things. I know mm. we, we've talked about like the, the perfect night, whatever, the perfect storm of feeling great, but... It really is like if you're feeling good, like we felt like our outfits looked great, our hair, makeup, everything. We put on fake tan. That was key. That was key. We Always. actually did look at each other that morning and go, <laughs> gotta put some a Bally body on. <laughs> it's a little pasty. A little pasty here. But we felt confident. So honestly, we didn't feel like we had to 
I don't know. Whenever I get self-conscious about what I'm wearing or how I look, I always think about that. And then your whole night is ruined yeah. because you're thinking that everyone else is thinking the same thing yeah. about yourself as you are. But in the reality of it is, no one is looking yeah. at you and they're just thinking of themselves. Exactly. But it's so true. Having that mentality, walking into the room, feeling good about yourself can really change how the night plays out. Oh, completely. And the craziest part is, it's all a matter of you. Yeah. You're the one that determines whether you're going to have a fun night or not. Well, you know what it was too, was walking in. So when we walked into this place, it was a bunch of people that we knew from LA. It was like one of those things. Honestly, it felt like a high school, college, elementary school reunion. My worst nightmare. Terrifying. My worst nightmare. Social anxiety to max. But at the same time, I walked in going, okay, I feel good. But for some reason, I even said this to Sistine. She said it too. We're, we were on this like thing going, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. No, 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 no. You were on that. Okay. You, Sophia was on a world tour of just roasting anyone that came in her direction. I, I like to say as Archer, if you guys watch the show Archer, he goes, Rampage, that was me. No, you get two shots in her and she will tell you to your face how no, it is. I've never, for so, I had this wave, it, I never do this. I told my friend the next day what I was doing and she goes, I've never seen you ever call people out or just like say whatever you want i'm always pretty but I'm, that's the ironic part people look at me and think that i would go up to someone and just say it how it is one of us do really but you did but i did and it was because i was in the moment going you know what i'm not looking for a guy i'm not looking to like i feel like i look good i want to have a good time i was just focused on that and when i tell you i bullied a guy into a date so i have she a did. date this week <laughs> So that was one. There were people there that that were kind of rude to me in the past, and so I just kind of no. It was your it was your redemption story with all of them. Yeah, it was literally everybody that just came up to me that was rude to me in the past. Go, oh, now you're talking to me. It was, it was yeah. Like, you called it out it was hard. So aggressive, but it, honestly, the by the way, I don't know why, but guys loved it. The ones that I was I, roasting, I think yeah, you, guys like to be. It you know, was, do guys teased like a little bit. Teased and like, do they? Do they? Like, yeah. Like, right? But you I, know what I think? I think it's sort of that, that childhood mentality of being, you know, a first grader on the playground. It's like when a guy pushes you in the sandbox, that means he likes you. Well, you know, I think it's also a sign of confidence is when you can jokingly play around with something and it's not forced. Like, I wasn't forcing being funny to people. I was just being me. I was like, I don't really care what I say. I'm just going to like, <laughs> this, this one guy this one guy called himself tall and you just tore him up you're like oh well you just wanted to subtly throw in that you're tall we get it you're tall it's not a personality trait i was like oh I had, to, that was mean. I had to walk but, away but, but he did he did stalk the whole night after he did. i said that see i'm like one shot for every lick you get on tiktok oh it was so <laughs> it was brutal it was, it was brutal. brutal but it wasn't brutal because i thought it was the funniest night ever and we both came home and we're like Great success job. success success you were funny this morning too no yesterday you screamed oh the yes the staircase i had a i had a shower crisis she did have shower crisis. It only happens like once a year to me, though. Something always bad happens. Well, I, I'm downstairs. No, so. And I hear, Sophia! <laughs> what? Okay, this is why I scream, Sophia! Come upstairs! <laughs> help me! And bring scissors! I was like, 
what the hell was she doing in the shower that I need to bring scissors for? I was so confused. And so basically, she also doesn't like, like, I don't really care if she like walks in on me. I walk, she hates when I walk in on her. Yeah, don't walk in on me. This was like a rare, rare. So I'm standing in the bedroom, freezing, fresh out the shower. And it looks like a giant rat's nest is on the side of my head. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, what happened? I was, I brought a hairbrush in to the shower. And I know that's probably not what you're supposed to do because they're like, oh, it rips your hair out because it's fragile when it's wet. Yeah. But whatever. I brushed my hair in the shower. Okay. Sue me. The bristle. Okay. (laughs) Sue me. (laughs) I'll sue you in court. Um, The bristle got caught in my earring. Really bad. Really bad. Really bad. Where I was actually like verge of bleeding. I was pulling it so hard. So Sophia had to cut the hairbrush out of my earring. And there's actually still... You still have the dot in I can't take it out. It's still in my earring. Why do you just take the earring out? The hairbrush is now a part of me. It's going to stay. I can't, I can't do anything so about dramatic, it. It was so dramatic. I got terrified. I'm like, what the hell is she... Did she fall? First, I thought you fell. And okay. then I heard scissors. I'm like, I don't know what I'm walking into, but I'm glad you're safe and <laughs> the earring is still working. You're like, Sistine, use Manscaped. We don't need scissors. Why do you can't? <laughs> They're not sponsored. Oh, um, oh, so I talked to mom and dad this morning. Oh, yeah. You said you had a yeah. really good talk with yeah, them. Yeah. I actually like, um, my mom and I call each other, like either one of us call each other every morning. We kind of just sit and have coffee together. Okay. My mom's sad and lonely. In Can Palm I make, Beach. I got to interject. Sophia's the good daughter because... You actually do call mom every single yeah. day and you do your daughter duties. Does anyone else out there just feel slightly bad and they know it's a little bit wrong that they don't call their parents as much as they normally should, but they still don't even though they know it's wrong? Mm-hmm. That's Probably me. A lot of people. Yeah. So I try to do my part and act as all three sisters. Thank you. Scarlett, I highly doubt You are the plug for that. <laughs> Thank you. But I called mom this morning. And dad's home. My dad was out of town, so my mom was just kind of alone. Now she's finally reunited with her husband. And so um, I was telling my mom about how I have a date this week. uh, And my dad suddenly comes out of nowhere and grabs the phone. And I don't know why, but he was dropping me some, like, golden nuggets. Really? Advice, yeah. I have to say, sometimes he is Shakespearean when it comes to dating. And it was so weird. I don't know where it came from because all I was saying to my mom was saying, like, you know, like, this guy's... Nice, but I, I don't really know if it's going to, like, turn into anything. Like, I just have a feeling. And my dad grabs phone. He's like, can I just butt in here and, like, say a couple things? I go, yeah, Sly, what's up? And I had to write it down because, actually, I think it's a really good reminder. And, Susan, you can, like, also say the things I, I wrote down here, too, to, like, add in. But he was saying about um, being patient for the right one and that he first was saying the way that a guy treats you early on in the dating life, whether it's like he's more forward with like booking dates or if he's not, if he's more lax, it really is an indicator of how his overall personality will be in the relationship. So it's dependent on you on whether or not you're going to want that. But then he started going on and saying that it's really important to not force a partner and that if he had not forced his way into like love or dating and things his romance like his love life before my mom like now it works would have been totally different I think what you had mentioned uh to me this morning that was so important was you have a habit of wanting to rush to find a good relationship right now and what was the advice that he gave you about not 
well, not he, rushing love and just waiting for it well, to come he, at whatever age. He said age. that like it's important to know and wait who you are. And he said basically the magnetism and the energy that you're putting out there will send the best person towards you. But this is what he said, key that I thought was really interesting. And I mean, it's not like something super profound, but I think it's a good reminder that it might be next week or when you're 35 years old, but choose happiness and true compatibility than chasing the clock. And he was like, don't expect like a time, Bars. right? Don't expect like, oh, I need to because like everyone else has a boyfriend or everyone else is dating. Like I need to date. And he's like, you date 100 people, you date one person. It's not going to change the right person that will come into your life for you. He's like, you also could find the love of your life at 40. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, Paris he, Hilton just got married. Yeah, exactly. So it was just cool. Like he just started talking all this stuff. I'm like, Sly. I'm telling you. You. I, you know what? We're going to do another episode of Sly and we're going to make it more dating relationship fatherly advice. Yeah. And I think people are going to be shocked with how, you know, knowledgeable he is about. Yeah, it, because I think, I mean, he is a guy and so he has like the guy perspective, but he also is around all women and he really gets like what we're yeah. expecting or what we want. And he understands that women sometimes we feel like, oh, we need to, if we're not married before 30 or having kids, like it's down, looked down upon. But now I think obviously today it's different. But when he was saying that, he was like, it doesn't matter. Goes, I know. Like, you know what? I do like his sort of wisdom. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he is older and he's older than most dads that our friends are have, have today. And I think that also comes with this old school mentality, which is what we were raised on. So that's why sometimes, you know, like we had Clint on last week and he was like, you need to have a you have to tell the guy to court you whereas we were raised with seeing and hearing no the man is supposed to court the woman obviously times are changing but I think it's really um interesting having that perspective as opposed to what we only see and know being you know millennials yeah. and gen z yeah so I I just like it's like one thing I have to remember is like to not chase the clock and just like chase yeah. what just focus on me and like then the right person will see come okay because you also go into every single date saying you know, there will never be a second date. I'm just doing it to be fun and whatever. And he said, don't waste your time dating 100 people because that's not going to matter when you do find the one. Like those 100 people are going to Yeah, mean but anything. sometimes nights alone can be boring. And, you know, sometimes I want a dinner and I want a kiss. Sue me. Sue. I'll see you in court. <laughs> you can't take my line. I'll see, I'll see you in court. I'll see you in court. Hold on. Get out of here. Take your, Take your finger, finger out of my face. <laughs> okay, you guys, we have a really exciting guest on today. Her name is Violet Benson, a.k.a. Daddy Issues, which and is something we all have. Yeah, she is the host of a podcast called Too, Too Tired, Tired to be Crazy. We had her actually on the very first episode of mm -hmm. the Unlocked podcast. She was episode one. It was uh, We're Bad at Breakups. That was yeah. a classic. Classic, because my ex-boyfriend who just recently broke up with that time listen to that and that was just solid, an experience in solid. Itself. but we're really excited because she's coming on and we're going to talk about everything from dating what's going on with her life and a lot more so stay tuned okay you guys we are so excited to have back on our very first guest that was ever on the unwax podcast you might know her from the popular meme instagram daddy issues or her hilarious podcast too tired to be crazy we have the sexy hot firecracker violet benson in the building also yeah. also, also we'd like to say 
Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh my god, that's so nice. I, I thought you guys little, forgot. No, this is the oh, reason. It's, okay. it's kind of a it's kind of a shit cake and a, a little gift and right tequila. here. And tequila. So cake and tequila. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Pretend to blow lit candles. Yeah. This is the same tequila you guys got me when I yes, was a guest on your stuck, show. But I can't it. imagine you have it still. It must be finished. A year later. I may still have it. Wow. Oh. I'm not a drinker. Do you but you know what? Tequila? I think these. Thank you so much. Of course, they're good. They're good uh, regifts. That's, That's what we true. like to say. In case you have a guest on yours. You okay, is this a regift? Whatever you want. No, it to be. this is yours now. No, I'm saying, did you guys? No. Are you guys regifting me oh, right no. now? We bring them for all of our guests. We've stuck with that for over a year. I love that. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. What did you do for your birthday? Well, I cried. Oh, why? Wow. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like cry a lot of times on my birthday because it's like I start to think about things I didn't accomplish and then I'm like, then I have to start thinking of the things I'm thankful for. Did you wake up like this? No, no, no. I just, this is also the first year where I didn't plan something. Like normally I plan stuff, mm -hmm. but it's always, every time I do a birthday it ends up being super stressful because everything I plan is to make the people in my life really happy because I'm a planner and I'm a perfectionist. So then I'm always super stressed because I'm mm -hmm. like throwing a party or like a little event yeah, or right. like even if I'm creating massages for everyone, whatever, and then I pay for everything or I make sure everything's like, it's always free for everyone. Right. So then it's, I'm always stressed. And this is the first year that I just didn't have the energy and I was like, I'm not going to do anything. So I did randomly go to Vegas with my friends for like a day. Well, I saw that on your story. I was going to, I wrote that down. Like, how was Vegas? Because I saw your story. You didn't make it to the clubs. <laughs> The one yeah, night you were there. <laughs> because I like, like... what was the plan? Like, you show up to Vegas for one night with your friend. I forgot I don't like clubbing. So... Right. No, of course. You went, you went to Vegas. <laughs> the forgot. Club Central. <laughs> I go to Vegas for one night. Yeah. And... I felt bad for my friends because they're like excited to hang out with me. But mm -hmm. then like I ended up being late to dinner. Well, mm -hmm. A, our plane ended up like the plane we booked ended up instead of leaving in the afternoon, something got canceled. So we ended up having to go on a different plane. Oh, it was like 6 p.m. And then by we got to Vegas. We finally check into our rooms. And then I ended up being late to dinner because I kind of just like to take my time. And it's your birthday. Yeah. Uh, so I was kind of like late to dinner. And then after that... Okay, so like since I don't drink alcohol, I do drink these drinks that have edibles in them. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I instead of drinking the small edible drink, I drink a larger edible drink. Oh. And oh, no. I got a little before? too high. So you got too high. I got super high. Stay and at then home. whenever I wanted to go to the club, and I, I get really weird. Do you get paranoid when you get high? Yes, I get okay. paranoid. And I not only do I get paranoid, but also like I ended up realizing that was like the only quote unquote somewhat single girl in the group. So some of the mm. girls have boyfriends that were with them. Some of the girls have boyfriends that just weren't with them. And mm. then there was all these other guys who were with us who were single. And I just felt like they were like, Maybe it was my paranoia. I felt like they were staring at me. So whenever I get like... <laughs> we probably looked hot. It was your birthday. Yeah. No, I know. And you're but in like, Vegas. I'm really weird. I feel like as a woman, you grew up in a way where you constantly have to look around to make sure that you're safe. So I have this really weird thing where I actually don't like to get drunk, too drunk, or drunk in general. That or even sense. high, whatever, mm -hmm. in front of men I don't yeah. know. I right. just don't want to put myself in a weird situation. For sure. So at that okay. point, edible ingested... Um, is this when you started crying? No, I was fine. I like, oh, okay. <laughs> I like, I went back to the room and then I changed into my sweatpants. Yeah. So like, are you not coming? And I was like, hey guys, I don't know. Um, I'll see you guys there. Like, don't worry about me. And then they left and then I just started eating and I ordered, uh, I ordered a movie. Um, nice. and then within two seconds I fell asleep. I, I saw your story. You're like, hey guys, I'm not going to the club. I'm too high. 
I'm just gonna stay in tonight. I got <laughs> so high. That is funny. What, what is something that you learned this year that you're gonna take into next year as you're getting older? I think one thing that I've learned this year um, is just that I'm still learning. I would say a. I feel like I've been growing a lot as a person. Like I've been, I'm continuously growing. But one thing that I am trying to learn more and more this year is probably to be like easier on myself. Mm Because I think like I definitely have a hard time with it. And I feel like we all try, a lot of us do try to grow as people, but we don't know how to handle it if we feel like we're digressing. Like suddenly, like we self-sabotage or we do something and, and and the minute that happens, we're like, shit I messed up like I'm a fuck up or I guess I didn't change the person versus like that's actually we don't realize that there's no such thing as a path like forward Mm -hmm. there's all these moments you're gonna go backwards no matter how much you're trying because that is part of growing right it's you being self-aware oh this happened how do I handle it and keep moving forward and like I still have those moments where if I digress I'm just like Mm -hmm. I'm such a failure like blah 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 so I feel like like on my birthday and that's like one thing that I've been trying to work on and learn is to be a little easier on myself just the same way I would tell my friends to be easy on themselves yeah yeah sometimes we give our friends the best advice that we don't ever listen to ourselves, and I, I honestly agree with that there's not one right way to go about life and there's not one right time that you're supposed to be successful in your career and there's not one time you're supposed to get married or be in a relationship so I mean I do the same thing I feel like a birthday is either great for someone or it's extremely reflective and I just constantly think of all of the things that I could have done at this time is there something that you were like oh shit like this is something I wanted to get done but I I didn't get the chance to do it um I wouldn't say it was one thing but I do think like even as we're sitting here and I'm thinking about it like I think I do remember someone telling me, maybe it was my mom, that a while back she told me, like, you got to remember, like, today is the youngest you'll ever be. Mm. So if you sit oh, there yeah. every time and you're just like, oh, another birthday, or I don't want to celebrate this, I don't want that, mm-hmm. then it's just like you're missing out right. and a beautiful day. And then it's now just a memory. Yeah. And, like, every day is the youngest you'll ever be That's in that so moment. Oh my God. I think it's important to celebrate a birthday, even if it's small. I think it's a good time to celebrate you. And it feels honestly... I know people hate their birthday, but sometimes it's a good reminder of how much people do care about you and love you than when you get people to reach out. And you also are like, I'm alive another year. Like, I have another opportunity to, like, have a whole other year of, like, new memories, new this. Because I feel like I do reflect on the people I dated or the decisions I made and the career choices I've done. And it's like, okay, like, why don't I just be positive about it? Because, yeah, what your mom said, it's the youngest you'll be. So celebrate i mean it's yeah. like a celebration although i do think next year have your friends throw your birthday for you yeah so you don't have I to deal with the stress i they would not it. do it as good as i me. feel like you're all i know that's she's so much like me i planned my birthday like, to a t like i love for it to be perfect on all angles and i know it will be fun if but i but it's do not it. even for you it's just for your friends it's for my it's friends not even for you at yeah all. i like my friends i'll be fun. like i'll just do it i'll figure out. like well after that vegas which didn't fully work out even the next day like we went to brunch and afterwards everyone went to go shopping and i was like hey guys i'm gonna go back to the room to lay down yeah. so like, yeah. i really <laughs> just like, came to vegas to sleep and eat and have your friends go out to yeah. club and then the next day I spent it with my family which was nice and my dad got me this like sick puzzle that I've been wanting to do it's like Mm. a 3D puzzle super cool and then yesterday which was my actual birthday November 15 it was a day where I actually worked first I worked Mm-hmm. Although I do like everything you just said, like I am, I feel like I'm gonna go home and like start writing things down. Like, yeah, it is nice to remember, like the things that you've done in the past, yeah. like who you've dated. Like, I have a journal I write all the time in, and I seriously, I told Sustain, I'm like, it's really fun just to write the one date I went on. 
I like that. Guy. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. But like, okay, here's an example about me planning versus my friends. One of my friends had an event yesterday and mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Screw it. So I'm not doing anything. I'll come to your event. And she's like, well, I want to celebrate you. So I'm going to get you a cake. She had a whole week to get me a cake. I came up with the idea for the cake because she couldn't because she was too busy. <laughs> then... I'm like, yo, did you even get the cake? And then she like didn't have time to get the cake. I oh. end up calling the cake plate because yeah. I was like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Oh. And she's like, bought your no, own but I want to celebrate. I buy my own cake. I call them to order my own cake, put on Rush, buy my own cake, then have to email them what to print on it, oh, God. which already was bullshit enough because it made me feel like a loser, to be honest, because I didn't even want right, to do it. Right, right. I show up to her event. She's not even organized enough to figure out like oh. when to even present the cake or to me. where to put it. And So it wasn't until my friend goes up to her and I'm like, yo, it's like, what's the deal with the cake? Like, whatever. Then... um. And it was like already towards the end where people are starting to leave. Mm -hmm. So then she finally remembers to present the cake to me. Oh, and then geez. she presents the cake to me. And I just honestly, I felt like not humiliated because no one actually knows what's happening. But I was like, great. Like I already feel like shit. And right. you just made me feel even well, more like a you loser. Know what? Honestly, that is a really good sign that that's not a really good friend to you. Yeah, that's I'll pretty be honest, clear. Because like 100%. Right? Yeah. I feel like this year, and I even say this to Sistine, like you only need one friend. Like I, this she's like my best, best yeah. friend. But in general, like... I realized how many friends, even after quarantine, I'm like, we're not really that genuine. We cut out so, so many, many people, people from our life because, yeah, it's true. You take moments like that and that shows who's actually going to show up for you and who won't. And 90% of the people that you thought were going to yeah. don't. But even on your podcast, remember we brought up, like, we're not going to name names, but remember someone that you thought was your friend, like, spoke badly about you. Yeah. And you're like... I was so nice to you. There were, I like invited you over my house. It's and then you still talk shit. It's like, what do you do in that scenario? Do you just like yeah? Do you confront or do you just let it slide under the? Rug? So we talked about it. How mm -hmm. with that one person, you and I had a conversation. Yeah. We had, I didn't confront that person. Right. But we were never. We didn't. We weren't that close with this certain person. I was gonna either. I was upset, and then I was just like trying to go think of all the therapy in my brain. I'm like always kind of putting on me well oh, i must be projecting because i feel low and that's why and then mm -hmm. and then my friend was like no v if you hang out with other people and none of those people make you feel low mm -hmm. and suddenly you hang out with one specific person that person does give you that feeling something's wrong like there's yeah. something there pay attention it's not always just you and how you feel about yourself and i was mm -hmm. like that is a really good point and i did start to think about it more and more exactly i think this is a really important lesson for a lot of people listening that sometimes they feel as if they have to stay in a friendship with someone because mm -hmm. it's oh, I don't have any other options and that they're my only friend, but you got to be selfish in that situation. I would rather be alone than spend time with a quote-unquote friend that wouldn't even Celebrate show up my for birthday. my birthday. Exactly. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's like also time is so short. Like you're going to waste time and have all this toxic energy around you. When the it's more like, you, you have... let a boyfriend treat you like that? Well, no, no. I feel like no. the more... So... I feel like the more shitty people you have around you, the shittier your life and the decisions you do are gonna be like it's just yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's like attracts like so mm -hmm. get rid of that like you don't need her I mean, and of course it could be projection of course it can come from insecurities but why should we put up with other people's no. insecurities if they can't figure it out on their own it's a fine line to to teeter with because it is important to be sympathetic to people but it's so hard to remember that when they're putting you down and you're you're taking it personal but it's projection yeah. i don't think i wouldn't say it, it can't it, I don't believe it's from a malicious place at all. Like, I don't view yeah. it in that type of light at all. But I do think, I think sometimes people pretend like they want you to sit at their table. 
Mm. But they don't actually want you to sit yes. at their table. Especially, like they may want to be the only woman in that table, yes. right? I do. Or I totally whatever it is, and that's just the truth. And it takes mm-hmm. me sometimes a while to see things until my other friends would kind Call of be out. like, "Hey, V." For sure. But I think it's also important to note that you're you can talk to her, and you could bring this mm-hmm. up and say, like, you know what? I've known you for this long. If it's like worth, a, if it's a friendship that's worth no. reviving, okay. Well, <laughs> then <laughs> then. Onwards, onwards. Next year, we'll try it again. No, yeah. we got you a cake. Yeah, it's, it's a little funky. And I wonky. won't replace you. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, Violet. It's so I sweet. do have to say that the first time that I met you, I was a little shooken in my boots. Uh, <laughs> you were kind of you were intimidating, and I think it's I kind of admire it in a lot of ways because you were really powerful and strong, and it's cool to see a woman like that. Very just like. Mm-hmm forward but at the same time it was very intimidating and i was like whoa oh my god it's I'll be a honest, lot i don't think you liked me i don't think you liked me either that's yeah. how you- that was the first impression <laughs> really yeah people always tell me that that's not like i think it just takes me a second to soften up like i am a very soft sweet person mm-hmm. but i think i think it has to do i know it sounds silly but i do think it has to do with the not language barrier but the culture difference because mm-hmm. I'm Russian. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're Russian I, and I'm also Israeli. So like we're just the way my culture mm-hmm. is, yeah. we're direct. Right. Also, and that's like something to Americans, you don't see here. It's, it, it's, they're just, I think with Americans always, and it's, and especially also women. Women yeah. also the way we're raised is to always ask for permission, to always be more timid and all that. And we're the princess. We're getting saved. We're not the yeah. one doing the saving. Mm-hmm. So I think when there's that's where the cultural difference comes in. Where mm-hmm. for me, I believe coming I also come from corporate America. Yeah. From public right. accounting. So for me, I've learned if you want something, ask. Right. If you're not getting it, you're asking the wrong person. Well, you did. She came up with purple hair. And I was like, oh my God, you you like were so much because we were just starting podcasting. And so you were a veteran in this. Like you knew exactly what to do, what to say. There was a part, um, we did shoot an episode with you that never aired, which was kind of funny because I remember when you did your intro and outro, you were so good at it and so on it. And I was like, whoa, we're like, we she need knows to, how to do it. We need to do that. You were just like reciting like what you normally do. Like, thank you guys. Like, thank you, daddy. So, da, da, da. Like, I'll see you next week. And we thought that was the coolest thing. That's so we nice. So but like, that's the, that's the thing. Like when I started my podcasting and I was listening to myself speak, there was a lot of things I didn't like about about mm-hmm. it. I was mumbling a lot. I was saying a lot of ums. I was speaking too slow. I Sometimes I was too robotic and mm-hmm. I had to kind of change my tone. So that's literally what saved me from having social anxiety. This is why I don't have social anxiety. It's kind of – this reminds me from high school. When I would have social anxiety, I started going to high school parties by myself. And people, that was really weird. And it was because I have anxiety. <laughs> and it was because that, that, cool. that would give me more anxiety. No, I know, but it was because I have anxiety that I was like, this is how I'm gonna overcome it. Right. So I started showing up to oh, events by myself like to parties by myself. So then I, I was forced to start talking to new people. And it was just this one moment. I remember one time somebody came up to me and they were like, Wow, that's so cool. Like you're s- it's so cool you're so confident you can just like talk to people and go to parties by myself. And I was looking at this person thinking, that's crazy, because I thought you were so cool, but that's when it hit me. Wow. 
everyone else is so insecure, just like me, if it's not more. It's so true. Yeah. And no one's thinking about me. They're all they're busy thinking about themselves and their we own insecurities. We just said that right before you yeah. came on. Yeah. So it's the same episode. thing. Like yeah. I came on your podcast, and you guys are sitting there like, wow, like the way she did her intro and outro. Like you had no idea that maybe I wasn't that proud of her. Like I didn't know what I was yeah. doing because you were just it's focusing so on right. my my strengths or whatever. Yeah. What it's you so thought true. were my strengths. What was your first impression of us? I thought you guys were really nice, but um, not but. No. I thought you guys. No, I'd be honest. I, I love this. Go ahead. We're here. We're here. No, Go. I. I mean, obviously, it's like day and night from when you guys first started the podcast versus it's, now. Oh, yeah, it's totally different. We it's were very not, innocent. But it's not the yes. It's not yeah. the actual podcast. It's like how you felt in your skin. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I feel like the more you're you do this, like I think the things I would have said back then, I would have never done what I've done today. Like I, the things I've about sex, dating, boys, like even yeah. like my personal issues. Yeah. I don't think I would have ever felt comfortable if I hadn't done it for at least a year. A hundred percent. The second episode I ever recorded for my podcast was with this one girl that ended up getting taken down. And th- just to show you how much inexperienced I was as well, and I'm still learning, was <laughs> it was right after Coachella and she came on my show, and instead of me interviewing her, I started to interview her, and then somebody got about Coachella, and I just started talking about, like, <laughs> I took Molly, and then I had a nervous breakdown, and then I started crying about it, and then it was just me talking the whole time, and it oh. wasn't even about her, and then we obviously took the episode down, but people were upset because they were like, who you have a guest. are you interviewing yeah. your guest? Who, who is yes. the person yes. sitting next to you the whole time? <laughs> yeah, so it's just, you know, most people don't know what they're doing is my whole point. And everyone has to start somewhere. I think that's something that we need to learn is we always look at people like, wow, they're so good at what they do, whether it's um, finance or NFTs or podcasting or whatever it is. But everyone starts at the same point. Yeah. And it's I think it's really cool. Like, you've grown so much in your podcast, but seeing our development as well. Um, especially sitting with you now, 57, so, eight episodes later. I know. It's, it's pretty crazy. full circle. And when I met you guys, I was like, wow, they're so pretty. I look like shit today. Like, oh, I, I can't believe they're so going to put my camera but next see how to them. funny that is. I felt so horrible about the way I looked that day. I was yeah. like, oh, my hair is fried and it's orange and it's crunchy and like my makeup is cakey. But again, it goes back to like, no one actually knows. Like, you're looking at me like, oh, they look pretty. Whereas I'm looking at myself like the exact opposite. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I yeah. think confidence, either faking it or or really feeling it, I mean, it really just changes the whole energy of, like, how you're going to perform that day. Yeah, and I was like, oh, they're so pretty. They're so perfect. Like, how am I even going to be able to, like, relate to them? I bet, like, they, you know, you just get in your head. And it's it's just funny. So you guys got in your head. I got in my head. And then the reason the episode wasn't released, I actually don't even recall why, but it had nothing to do with me not liking you guys. I liked you guys. I was just like, (laughs) I probably can't relate to them or something. We don't have to release it. We did a redo. We 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 did did a redo. redo. It's a lot better. It's coming out on hers. But it's just funny how we've all, like throughout the year like we've all become closer and that yeah like we actually talked about on her show but you like gave us the worst setups of all time or gave me the worst setup of all time (laughs) yeah violet loves to regurgitate her old dates on yeah so she basically told a guy she wanted to get rid of to date me and she threw him on me and he was like the weirdest person i texted i was like violet who is this guy he won't leave me alone she goes oh no i just don't want him to bother me so i gave him to you well i thought that maybe just because we're not a match doesn't mean they can't be a match Okay, I, I understand that. He's a Taurus, she's a Virgo. Did not work okay. too much. That was too much for me. He was the, answering he, every the, four he, seconds. There was something off about him, and after he after he did DM you, two truths, one lie, I was like, oh, I messed up. 
It was just that. And it's then almost, mad. It's he almost like, like when a guy goes truth or dare. You're like, what? what? It's like, like, let's play 20 questions. What are we in eighth grade? I know. You know, I Not just, great. I can't. I feel like sometimes texting, like it really is a, I don't know, for me, like an indicator of how you're going to be. Not in person, but like. I don't if you're not like well, if you'll answer quick I would enough, love you know? I would love your opinion on how do you feel about receiving a voice note from a guy? Oh, I love them. Oh. I send voice notes all the time. We've told our listeners to never send a voice note Why? again. Because it's horrible. Why? Why do I want to listen to you talk for four minutes? Voice notes are so much better because A, it saves you f- from screenshots. So like if oh, I'm actually I irritated, I'll like send that. a voice note. But you can they can save your voice note. Yes, but it's just it's different because it's so much easier. Because then the person has it's it's so much more difficult. People love to now have receipts and all that. And like if I'm mad and I actually am going to communicate how mad I am, I usually will send a voice note to express myself because it's much harder to then prove that I'm crazy. Yeah, then you have to like screen record. <laughs> See, I would that's do That's true. You, get the, you leave her crumbs. Like you can't like leave her crumbs. See, now that's note. making me rethink everything. Do you think they sent me voice notes so that it would expire and no, I couldn't send it to No, no, but like I like voice notes. Like I actually like hearing the guy's voice and vice versa. Oh, I hate See, it. See, that's the part I don't like. See, I hate okay, it. Okay, so voice Hinge, horrible. Hinge had this new update recently where you can answer the questions that they have pre-written for you with a voice note. actually those have been pretty funny I've been and they're like blowing TikTok. up on tiktok and it's actually hysterical because guys are saying the weirdest oh I thing saw yeah that. like do do your best but girls are posting it to make fun of them because they sound so strange no yeah, but like, i wouldn't do true. the voice notes on the app but like i like i send voice notes to guys all the time Ugh. and okay. i like facetiming too oh, i love okay. facetiming yeah. i love so, cold calling facetime i would yeah i do love like a a drive-by, just like don't even let them know FaceTime. Yeah. But how soon is too soon to FaceTime? Would you FaceTime before the first date? I think you should 100%. Really? Because you kind of, especially if it's a blind date in a way where you've never met in real life, because you never yeah. know. Like what if you end up, like I've made the mistake before in the past to not FaceTime and then we meet up and you're like, ha, huh, you <laughs> are nothing like the text because in text you had time to be to think about the text mm-hmm, message, to yeah. be quirky or someone helped you. Now in real life, like, oh, you we do not get along. Right. Yeah. Like, Wait, you are so boring. What's your red flags when you're texting or FaceTiming someone that immediately you're like, I can't go out with you? Okay. There was a red flag with this one guy that I didn't even realize. Uh-oh. And mm. until I asked my friends about it, it, there was this one guy we were FaceTiming a good amount of times and a lot of times it would be evening time because of our time difference because he was in a different state mm-hmm. and when we would be in bed he would have his shirt off and I didn't realize it okay literally I'm the only Wait, one that missed the red flag it's kind of random an, no but that's like an invisible flag no was it's a red flag because hot? he's a wuss and instead of trying oh. to get sexual with me he kind of it was like a way of implying waiting for me because he that's just kind of how he was as a person in general like waiting for me to, to oh, imply okay. things oh. And until I mentioned it to someone, they were like, wait, why is his shirt off every time? Like, evening Was it time? hot, though? Was it good? No. Sophia. I felt nauseous every time. Oh. And it made me uncomfortable. And I didn't realize that also meant that I'm sexually not attracted to him. Wait, I honestly... <laughs> You're like, if his I saw naked that, body was making me nauseous. No, if I saw that, I would have been like, oh, it's just like he doesn't wear a shirt to go to bed. That's what I thought. Until I, I mentioned it to someone else. And they're like, that's oh. so inappropriate. Like, they're like, yeah, were, you, were you wearing a sweatshirt? I'm like, yeah, I was wearing clothes. They're like, then he can put a shirt on. You guys have never met. You've never had that's sexual true. encounters. Why is he? Did like, you ever call him out? No, because eventually I I got a little bored with him anyway, and I. <laughs> Do you get bored easily with guys? No, so maybe. Yeah. 
No, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, 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 think I, I don't know. Yeah. I actually, something really crazy that I realized yesterday mm. when I was talking about my producer, that I always thought a lot of the time with men that they're playing me or something. And then I've noticed there's a pattern of the same words that every guy says to me. It's like one sentence. What is oh. it? The ball's in your court. <gasps> oh! And I didn't oh. realize the pattern. And I was I like, wait, say, why did they all say that? I We had a guest on last week and that was my entire argument was I hate when guys put the ball in my court. Keep it in your freaking court. I don't We're play basketball. We're not playing tennis. I'm not a soccer player. We're not playing I don't playing want to hold the ball. It pisses me fucking off. Fucking basketball. Oh my God, especially in the early stages. Like, why is it in my court? I don't even know what I that means. I didn't ask for it. I'm like, so we're over? What court? Yeah, are we? <laughs> what ball? What ball? <laughs> yeah, how many balls are in this court? How many <laughs> players are playing? Is it a two, are we playing handball? Like what? Yeah. Is it tether court? ball? That actually <laughs> makes me feel better. No, because the I'm ball's like, oh. in your court. It's like, no, but really, what does that mean? Does it mean you're too wuss to say what you want and you don't want to be rejected if I don't feel the same way? So you're like, ooh, I want to protect my feelings. No, say yeah. what you want. Yeah. Do they say balls in your court in terms of like, where to go next or like in terms of like where to go on a date or is it just in general like they'll just say no i think it's just because i'll be like i like you wait never mind okay wait let's do this wait maybe let's hold off without realizing Mm -hmm. and then suddenly sometimes i end up self-sabotaging by creating a story in my brain because sometimes you know there can be a gap in communication yeah even if you don't speak for a day or two randomly yeah and so you could ask your partner by communicating be like hey what have you been up to the last two days or Uh, or call them pick up the phone call them or you can sit there and be like oh i didn't hear from them for two days because they probably have a wife and um so that brings up a funny (laughs) point yeah you're sort of seeing no i'm not hold on i I recall you came into the studio and said well i haven't heard from this person in two days and your brain's going all no my brain this time is not going wacko with this person because i already went wacko what did you do because you said yeah what's happening what did you do Oh. <laughs> she's like Don't. this is embarrassing for me i messed it up by getting in my head and my it was world. like push and pull but like only on my end so this person's just there and you'd be like oh okay okay and in my brain i started to think maybe he's playing me maybe that and really he was just going with the flow with what i wanted so he was just going mm. i'm like i want something casual i don't i can't do something casual let's just be friends okay Actually, no, like we should date. Okay. No, it's too <laughs> casual. And it's just like that's all embarrassing. So I much. Feel like a lot of girls go through that. No, it was ups. No, well, I haven't gotten to the. Embarrassing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the ball has to drop. I was like, that's fine. I think I've done that. So, a lot. like, it was. And then we like hung out mm-hmm. that day before you guys came to record my podcast and it was fine. And then suddenly. Oh, yeah, you remember I told you guys that I sent him those, like, texts or whatever about, like, you know what? I was actually thinking about it, and I didn't like when you did this and that. Yeah, and, and, he was and like, then okay. I was like, yeah. You were savage for that. That was one thing I like to note is that she's super direct about if something is, like, yeah. does not You're, work like, the her. best communicator. I'm, no, I'm not. Com- <laughs> communicator is when you're there face-to-face. The worst way to communicate my way, in my opinion, is when it's in attack mode and it's also in text. Attack like, that's mode. not communicating. You have to say it in the moment. You can't say it, like, four yeah. hours later. And mm-hmm. you have to say... Yeah, it has, it has to be more positive. I mean, I teach about this, but then I do completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in the more learning. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I did express how I feel, but that was already, in my opinion, like, a little down. Like, it was unnecessary because, again, he was just going off of what he thought I wanted. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I'm getting upset over small things that – because I'm it, getting in my head. Was it more that you were sort of doing this cat-mouse chase and then when he wouldn't chase you like you were chasing him, you'd be like well, – I wasn't chasing fuck? him. 
Oh, you know what I mean? It's almost like when you're no. teasing someone and then they roast you back and you're like, what the fuck? No. Oh, well, when we were hanging out? Or I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like I make so, a joke, then he made a joke back and I was and like, like, what offended. the fuck was that then joke? Was yeah, exactly. Like, what, I do that all the time. What's the reason then that you guys So like out? after that, I think I felt like, I wonder if he's distant with me. And I was like, oh, he's distant with me. Like, one day if he lost interest, oh, I can't do casual. Like, what was I thinking? Like, trying to do casual. Like, I'm going to end mm. up liking this guy. Right. I'm so stupid. I can't do this. Like, oh, my God. I'm going to get hurt. And it was like all these thoughts. And then this is how dramatic I am. Now Uh-oh. I feel so embarrassed. I hope he never hears this. He, he won't. won't. Okay, cool. He's on social media, so he won't. No, he's on social media. I love that. Um, <laughs> I sent him this text because I'm, like, overly dramatic and overly poetic. And I was like... Hey, I've been thinking I can't do casual. And by the way, if I was like, I want to be you to be romantic with me, he would probably done it. Like yeah. that's how well. Oh, really? So instead, I'm like, I can't do casual. I I need romance, not this. It doesn't make me feel good. You don't make me feel good, which I shouldn't mm. have said. I didn't mean it like that. And I was like, you don't make me feel good. You met the situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, it doesn't make yeah, me feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You don't make me feel good. I want this to stop. I'm sorry. I can't. We'll always have New York. And it was like so dramatic, so unnecessary. Well, and I was very like, well put. I well, give you that. Grammar, overly poetic. <laughs> overly she's poetic. She's like, I am a poet. He's not reading it. <laughs> in like, the, I'm an she's artist. like, I wrote it as a haiku. Literally. And he's not understanding the syllables. We'll that always I put in. have New York. He doesn't respond. Then I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Then the next day I don't hear from him and I'm like, All interesting. Right. It was like, even if I'll never hear from this person again, the thought that I just accidentally made someone feel bad about themselves mm-hmm. and I'm not going to explain myself. Right. And I, especially because I feel like everyone's going through something. Well, that's, and, yeah. that goes back to our conversation earlier. It's like how you're feeling internally. Sometimes you project it on other people and it wasn't meant to come off that way. Yeah. And I don't know what he's going but through. But he also I'm doesn't like, know what you're going through. He doesn't yeah. know you well enough to know that the way you put things isn't really as it all as it seems like you have your emotions with things like if he knew you really knew yeah. you, you know okay like she's actually someone that is like a loyal person like she's a romantic yeah. person she likes relationships yeah. she likes being more intimate with someone people's to histories too yeah. play a big part into how they're dating today mm-hmm. i had a bad habit when i was first seeing the person i'm with and i would compare him to all of my horrible ex-boyfriends and I would say well they did this to me so I'm expecting him to do this to me she's lucky I'm living with her yeah even though he would show no signs of doing that and he was great I'd be like well it's bound to happen because it's happened every single time and my mom said to scene you cannot compare this guy to how other men treated you because that's just also not fair to him Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to sort of switch that mentality. And I'm still going through it today. I'm like, mm, when's the ball going to drop? I'm like, how about uh, I just let it ride naturally? You know, also, though, is that you, I feel like you and I are kind of similar with this. Like, I have a lot, I'm, I kind of create scenarios. I make a joke, like, I create fake scenarios in my head and hurt my own feelings. Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. literally think, like, things are happening when they're not happening. And I realize with my personality, like, I don't think I could do, like, a casual relationship. I don't think I can be that person. Like, I will fall for you. Like, yeah, you can't I, go half in. Yeah. I have a very hard exterior, but when I am, like, connected to someone, I get very emotional. And, like, and I won't admit it, though. Yeah. Why did you want to even start the relationship with a casual note? Because I... <laughs> She's 30, flirty, and thriving. It's... It's, it's because I went to New York. Mm-hmm. And I decided I was going to have a one-night stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I... Oh, my gosh. Is this your Okay, first Samantha one? Jones. Yeah. It was like- my first one-night <gasps> stand. I haven't had sex in a year and a half. And he was just someone I picked based on his looks. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, I'll never see this person again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's always how it starts. We met up. He does it. He didn't know that was my plan. I like met up with him and his friends. I was like hilarious, obviously. She's like, I was just killing them with my laugh. I was laugh. killing it because, and it was honestly, that's actually one of my, the question was about like Rose moment. It, that is actually one of my favorite moments this year because it was mm. like, it was that one day that I was completely able to be myself. Like I wasn't thinking about how to say, oh. what to say. And I wasn't, because I was just like, I'll never see this person again. So I was right. 100% myself. It was like one of the first times I felt like, because it's so hard for me to open up to people. Yeah. Right, right. Except obviously my 5 million audience. But except those people. <laughs> except like, I'm very don't count. closed off. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I'm kidding. Like even... Even when you're an influencer and you do what you do for a living, mm-hmm. the reason I like to do this is because I'm still in control of what I put out, get, there. Put out there. That's actually how it feels for us. Like, we're very vulnerable on our podcast, but yeah. then outside, we control the narrative. We're nice to people when we meet them, when we go out, but I, we even said this week, and was probably the, I mean, for me, the first time I felt like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I'm just Violet, like That's me. a really interesting yeah. thing you just said. The fact that you said, I'm never going to see these people again, so I've never acted more myself. Yeah. And then they responded wonderfully for you being yourself yeah what does that mean lesson learned be your fucking self but it's hard like it it's it's not just that it's us getting in our heads and us from suddenly when we go on a date we're like what does this mean and we start thinking of all these things and then when you're like i'll never see this person again so you could just say exactly all your thoughts all your opinions you can be as loving as you want it doesn't matter if they like it or not because you're just in the moment and you'll never see them again Mm -hmm. and that was how my brain worked and it was a beautiful moment for me right because it was so nice to just mm-hmm. let go be of needing to violent, be in control because yeah. you know what it's like to be no, in control completely. so we ended up bonding that whole day and like having sex the whole day and just opening up and i remember i even told them i like during after the second time we slept together that day or like we're talking mm-hmm. and we're cuddling in my brain i was like I like, like I fucked I, up. Wait, I, Why did I sleep with this man? Because my whole rule is like, you don't sleep with someone you like. Oh, so you, oh, oh, you, so you regretted like it because no, of the rules like, that you've No, because she, she went into it thinking I it was can't, just going to be too many rules in my brain. <laughs> she's like all these rules know, and like, she's just breaking just all these rules. Do what makes you feel good. Well, I like, do still be believe texting. for the most part regardless you do need to get to the emotional connection before you get to the physical connection. And had he had an Instagram... I think the only reason I didn't fully go crazy is because he doesn't have an Instagram that she I can stalk and see who he's adding okay. and all that. Let's that actually, get into I feel like that. makes my life easier. Let's actually, get into that. It's a rarity because I do my very best to not stalk because I know I'll spin myself out. But we have shared a very strategic, clever stalking techniques on the show. Me. Sophia is really actually the CIA and she can find anything. Do you have any yeah. really Scarlet good... Scarlett took some tips for me, actually. Do you have any good tips that is no, pretty clever? Instagram or have you heard any? No, Instagram keeps doing these stupid updates, and, like, every time I come up with a new stalking method, they do an update, and they clear that, like, yeah. glitch, and it actually oh. pisses me off. It does piss What me was off. a good old one? Well, the following, like, you can creative. see, like... Well, I can still do... One good stalking method that I still have is because since I have a meme account, Daddy Issues, I have, I use extra apps in order to download videos mm-hmm. from Instagram. So that special app where I download videos on Instagram, I am Instagram. able to see people's stories without them knowing I'm seeing their stories. That is, oh, wow. So I didn't even realize you could do that. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> I know, because it's hard to do like a rogue account and you look at someone's story and they're well, like, who is this like? This is bad because yeah. I used to use my Finsta not knowing that my email and number is associated to the main account. But so they like, find it? Well, you can. You it's can. It's easy. If someone, like, 
Think about it. If you're if you my see email an account is money. that is constantly like watching your story, I mean, but well, the thing we is, don't notice. Well, that's it. Well, we have a we have a lot of followers where we can't. Yeah, do like, you think guys notice or like no, look at that guys stuff? Don't care. I mean, if they have like maybe a hundred followers, like they could probably notice that someone. I did one time. People. I was talk- I stopped talking to this guy, and I accidentally was scrolling through something and accidentally pressed follow on his account and then I quickly unfollowed from my Finsta and then he didn't understand who it was and he f- clicked to follow requested to follow me and I was just like should I like should I'm I following s- me but we stopped talking at this point I think he like hated me and I was like okay whatever maybe I'll let him follow me maybe maybe he knows it's me oh and god he, and he wants me back I allowed him to follow me and then he unfollowed me within two seconds oh. <laughs> So then, then he was just like, oh, bitch, so you are a stalker. And never mind, I don't want to follow you. No, unfollow. Uh, no. Oh, God. I mean, I've, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, that happened a couple of months ago. It's cool. Oh, jeez. You know, honestly, I feel like there's so many times where I thought I was being sneaky and I'm really not. And now they all know that yeah. I, like, I like to just keep talking. It's not like I'm stalking. I just like to know what's going on. Oh, wait. I would like to say one good thing is... Back to that one guy I was talking about. Yeah. I did end up being the bigger person. When I flew back from Vegas, the minute I flew back from Vegas, I sent him a voice note. Oh. So And it made me realize, like, yeah, what I created all the drama. This person was giving me space because he true. thought I needed to figure things out. And sometimes yeah. when you think you're doing the right thing for that person, they're receiving it as the exact opposite. Like, there have been so many times where I was like, oh, like, bye, and then... This guy I'm seeing goes, well, you didn't give me, like, a kiss goodbye. So, honestly, I thought that was the last time I was going to see you. And I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, what? Like, no, that, there was that wasn't what I, I thought. That, there's times where I didn't answer someone's text message because I thought it was just, like, a dead text message. And they're like, you never responded. So, so they I didn't, didn't like ask me. you out. Like, and so... But I think we forget with men that they also have insecurities. Like, I yeah. think as much as we yeah. want to... It's, like, we know they do. But I think we sometimes forget and we're just... Or both genders or whomever you're talking to yeah. like sometimes we're only thinking of our own feelings and being vulnerable which is so scary and we forget mm-hmm. the other person's also getting in their head yeah yeah so like he was giving me space so i can figure my shit out and i was like yeah. oh he's losing interest yeah. so, like i'm just like gonna back off right yeah. i think the learning lesson here is take things for face value and don't read too much into it when you have absolutely no yeah. idea what is going on in the other person's life mm-hmm. because yeah. you're gonna completely ruin it when you think it being about I know. too much because there are circumstances where you see people that have Slept with each other before, and they end up actually finding a connection and dating. I know, I know, and it's like we have these rules. We, that's something like there's no right way to there's do no anything. There's no right way. No, but you know what my friend said that made me feel so much better. What? She goes, "You always do this thing where you think it's so poetic to walk away, and you want the man to chase you." But she goes, "V, trust me, you don't want to end up with a guy who doesn't take rejection well and chases you." That's the guy you, it's actually a red flag that you don't want to be with. You need to stop thinking that every person has to fight for you before you let them in because a lot of these good men are just going to walk away because they're trying yeah. to be respectful to what you ask them to do. And it's a man that doesn't listen. If, a, if you tell somebody, I'm done with you, and they don't listen, that's actually a big red flag yeah, because it is. they're not respecting your boundaries. That that is, that's actually a really good way to put it. Right? Because really. we make it, it feels it yeah. so romantic. I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, why didn't he, and this is just my own thing, is like, why didn't he reach out again? Like, after like, I why did didn't answer, he chase like, me through airport security and meet me on the, the tarmac of the plane? But it's always the guys we don't want who end up chasing us. We're almost like, ew, stop. Like, oh they're like, I'll <laughs> never give up on you. And you're like, I wish you would. So basically our brains are, you won't be able to figure them out. Not at all. Yeah, Sorry, but I was like, luck. can we start over? And he was like, yeah, clean, clean slate, of course. Oh, good. Like, okay. Have you ever been cheated on? Yeah, of course, obviously. Really? Wasn't everyone? No. Yeah. Really? What, me only? 
No? You did good, guys. You probably got cheated on. You just don't know. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope not. But I feel like I would have caught them. I, do, I you still, um, do you still hold uh, any emotions or sadness from those guys cheating on you? No. I feel like I don't. I, I feel like I've let it go. But then who knows if something triggers me and I react a certain way. But yeah. To be honest, I'm so oblivious to things all the time. I feel like I'm always – like even now to this day if I'm dating a guy and it's mm-hmm. the beginning stages and I find out they're talking to someone else, I'm – every time I'm shocked. My friend's always like, are you serious? You're literally dating other people. And I'll still be like, wait, what? He was talking to someone else? <laughs> wait, like, I just I always assume thing. I'm like the only person. Was yeah, it your right? friends that always sort of told you they were cheating or how did you find out that they were cheating? Well, I had a boyfriend off for like eight years. Oh, my God. So how did so, you find out they cheated? Like what did they do? I think there was like a lot of really obvious signs, but I think deep down I just didn't want to know. I think I think mm-hmm. sometimes I'm more I've been that type of person where I secretly rather not know than knowing because once you know, then you have to deal with it. Mm. And I think secretly I just didn't want to know, but there was a lot of really obvious obvious signs. signs. Like one time he was like, "Hey, remember that dick pic I sent you? Can you send it back to me?" And uh, I was like, "Wait, why?" And he's just like, just send it. I just, I need, I want to look at it. And I was like, that he's is- like, it looked really good. It looked really big in that picture. I just send it back to me. And I was like, that's a really weird request. Wait, that kind of something sort of similar kind of happened to me, actually. What? A guy asked yeah. you for it back for his. No, no. But in sort of the same ballpark, I was talking to this guy and I was like, oh my God, I think we have so much in common. I think this is going to be a great relationship. We were talking for like two months and all this stuff. And I was telling my girlfriend about it. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this guy. He's so cute and talented and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, my God, I have a picture of his penis. Do you want to see it? And I go, how? And why? And why? What'd he you goes, oh, he sent it to me and another girl in a group chat. But it's so funny. LOL. Oh, look how funny it this is. It's so funny. And I was like, okay, show me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she showed me. And, like, in this group chat, he was being so raunchy like so dirty so raunchy making all these sexual things but like the person that i was talking to would never do that was innocent was basically a male snow white was just like the greatest guy ever and then on this flip side i was like who am i dating like who is this person it was crazy so what did you do i went on a date with him i no this is after i ghosted him and then um, actually, I wasn't going to, but my dad said the best words are no words spoken. So yeah. the message came off much clearer than anything that I would have been able to articulate over text. So he was sending voice notes. I was not no, responding. He, he was sending text notes. And then he sent a three minute video propped up with like perfect car lighting. Is it, it was so, just like, I, look, I don't look that good. <laughs> he's like, like I get like, it <laughs> if I'm not cute. <laughs> Like, shut up <laughs> shut up that was the funniest but, video i've ever seen yeah i'm so life. happy i have that in my camera roll forever thank you I hope but yeah it was i didn't even respond to the video like I. well just, i feel like i mean i feel like obviously you made the right decision but i do wonder i mean you can't really hold there was a okay. lot more to a lot, a lot more to it i'm I mean, giving it is a very random bad that he was sending penis and pictures that wasn't to, like, and the, the gag is that was yeah no, that's but, but the funny thing is that wasn't even why i ended it oh okay, okay. yeah no that was just um that was a little, just a side note. little uh bump on the road no yeah so with my ex when he was like send me back my dick pic and i was like no and he's like v i'm literally gonna break up with you like are you serious right now and i was like oh my god please don't break up with me here's the dick pic and i sent it to him like so many times or one time he was just like 
do you want to hang out? I was like, no, I'm too tired. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll just hang out with Nagin, who was my <gasps> best friend at the time. And I was like, but it's 12 a.m. Like, why do you guys have to hang what? out? And you're just like, are you serious? Are you really going to be this jealous? Do you know how do you know how unattractive that is? And I was like, I just think it's weird that you want to hang out with my best friend at 12 a.m. Like, yeah. what are you guys going to do? Oh, and I'd be like, okay, God. fine. Or like one time I didn't answer his phone call this one night because we had a disagreement. And then I was just like, so then we didn't speak for a day or two. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, we'll totally we're just taking space and then i see on like facebook that like he's in palm springs with his ex-girlfriend and i was like wait did you huh? are you cheating on me and he's like i thought we broke up huh and i was like because i didn't answer your call huh? <laughs> like i thought that was enough and then again my brain i was like well i guess technically that is like breaking up so it wasn't cheating that so honestly fun. happens oh so much where the boyfriend will start being attracted to your girlfriends I've heard so many stories of my friends, like their boyfriend was sending photos of, you know, the girl, her girlfriends or like, there's this whole thing on TikTok where, have you seen that one channel where they throw the marker into the glass? Oh, like, yeah. If I do this, the one girl walked up to the glass, put it in and goes, now you got to stop calling my boyfriend. Why are you calling my boyfriend so much? And she's like, how did you know? And he goes, oh, it was crazy. It was but real? What would you do? Point being, what would you do if your boyfriend was talking to your girlfriends? Do you get mad at your friends or do you get mad at the guy? I would stop talking to both of them. Yeah. Did you, it's not that deep. We were on off in like this all started from beginning 20. So this isn't like something that happened like a year ago. It's when mm. like I'm 30. I just turned 33 yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like this happened when I was 20, 21. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. uh, but I would say one of the funniest stories when we first started dating, I because I, I would never like even ask questions. Like I think I just just happy someone liked me because you know my daddy issues yeah. and of course i picked the perfect emotionally unavailable man who will never love me but it was like always gave me crumbs and uh there's a lot of things i liked about him uh because he reminded me a bit of my dad so no we all did <laughs> anyway <our dad>. like, <laughs> but mm. <laughs> but like i remember he sometimes would go to vegas and i didn't really hear from him so i remember like he went to vegas he came back and he was like oh my god i missed you so much like i can't wait like and we're about to like hook up or whatever and then he's just like oh my god Sometimes I actually felt like he wanted me to catch him. That was the weird. Yeah. He used to prank me that he was cheating on me just to see my reaction. It was so weird because he horrible. was cheating on me. Wait, what, so anyway, what? he goes to Vegas. He came back from Vegas and he was like, I'm just so excited to finally to finally see you. He's like, it's so funny. Like, it's so funny. when Remember when I was in Vegas and you like sent me that text about like you left your underwear in my house? Nicole was like, what is that? She got so freaked out. And I was like, wait, Nicole, your ex-girlfriend? He goes, yeah. And I was like. Oh, she was in Vegas too? Goes, oh yeah, I didn't tell you. We ran into her. And I was like, ran Oh, oh, okay, cool. Wait, how did she know about the text? And he goes, Oh, she like she went through my phone. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Wait, why did she go through your phone? <laughs> well, her phone turned off and like she needed to charge it. So she was just charging oh, it in, in my room. And like, so then she I like passed out. She was You're going like, oh, through my cool. phone. And I was like, oh cool. Wait, why did you pass out? He goes, Oh my god! Because I was just taking a nap. It's not a big deal. So then she oh, went to my so phone. He was just—he was just over dramatizing the situation. Oh my god. But it was just also obvious, like, like she was in his room. They finished everything. fucking. He fell asleep. She was going through his phone, and then I was just like, "Oh!" And he was like, "Yeah." So I fell asleep, and she was going through my phone. I was like, "Wait." Wait, I'm confused. Like, were you guys hooking up or something? And then he's just like, "V, you know how unattractive you look when you Whoa. when you act this insecure." 
Like, I don't like that. And he's like, if we don't have trust, he used to always say this to me. If we don't have trust, we don't have anything. And the fact that you're acting like this right now is making me feel like maybe we shouldn't be together. And then I'll always be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you're right. Like, I'm so insecure. And then he'd be like, okay, can we just have sex? And I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. Wow. <laughs> no, but sex. see that also, things that happened to you in the past really affect the relationships that you have today. I, I mean, think like, I'm great. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> There we go. Like, but you know what? Honestly, you learned, a lot. you learned a lot. <laughs> Fair there. enough. But look where you are today. I mean, like, you wouldn't put up with that anymore. And I no. think that that's, like, what, that's what happens when you grow up. Yeah, you up do stick up for yourself. Like, there's today, things you yeah. still learn that when you're in your 20s, when you're 30s. Like, you're still growing and you're learning yourself more and more in relationships. But I think the overall, like, thing is don't let people walk on you with friends and boyfriends. Don't ever, like, half-ass or, like, over-dramatize something that isn't even, like, a thing yet. Like, you don't never know what people Well, when are you don't love yourself... The way you feel about yourself is how you allow others to treat you. 100%. I didn't understand how to love myself until, weirdly enough, I started growing daddy issues. And when I started to grow daddy issues is where I started to learn to love myself. And I remember towards the end of our relationship, I just I just created daddy issues. And I remember he said to me, even though he was never planning on marrying me, he said to me, that's not very, having an account like that is not very wife material. Like, how do you expect me to, anyone to ever wife you up if you do that? And I remember it was that one moment that I was like, that's crazy. That, that, then you're not the man for me. And yeah. I continued doing it because I finally learned to love myself. Once I learned to love myself, I just didn't put up with the shit anymore. He wasn't for me. And guess what happened? 100%. A year or two later, he texted me trying to start a fight because I would be our foreplay. He started a fight. It was like him to have sex. Mm -hmm. yeah. Texted me like, oh, are you still crazy? Are you still this and that? And I was just like, oh, hey, how are you? How are you? Very calmly. He was trying to fuck me. A month later... And uh -huh. I rejected him. A month later, he got engaged. Huh? With and that what? told me, wow, he never changed. I'm so lucky yeah, I didn't lucky. end up with this guy. You did. Wow. You did. Honestly, yeah. you imagine. Just imagine if you stuck Ew. with that. Ew. Everything happens for a reason. I feel like that is the running theme of this podcast. If you're yourself, you're going to attract the best people for you in your life. And if you are, you know roll over like I did, like you did in that relationship, like everyone yeah. does, yeah. even with friendships, like you're never going to be truly happy yourself and you're just mm -hmm. going to live your life satisfying other people. Yeah. I feel like I've learned so much Yeah, from just too. talking to you now. Every time Honestly. I hang out with you, I feel like I understand you a little bit more. Me too. Because you are a tough nut to crack. You are, but no, I feel like the more I've seen you, the more like I now am so understanding of like how many similarities and differences we do have, but like learning that we get from each other, you mm -hmm. know? It's nice. Thank you, Violet. You have like literally just given us so many golden nuggets and so much information. And I and hope it works out with this guy. We're yeah, gonna keep me tabs too. on you. I think you will. I think I you will. will too. Where can everyone find you? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Uh, where can we find you? Um, you guys can find me. Uh, my address is okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Social security. Uh, you can find me at Daddy Issues underscore. It's my meme account. Violet Benson is my personal account. Too tired to be crazy is my podcast on every Thursday. You guys can check out my episode right now with these sisters. It came out a few days ago. There's going to be a part two coming out yep. as well in the next week or two. So yeah, don't forget to subscribe and also shop daddyissues.com. Perfect. Yep. We love you guys and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.